This is Valley Watch, your first choice for public safety news and information. With Phoenix Fire Department Deputy Communication Director, Allie Party, KTAR News, 92.3 FM. Good morning and welcome to Valley Watch, a show that's brought to our good friends at Bonneville Broadcasting. We are here at the KTAR studios in, we'll call it Midtown Phoenix. This used to be North Phoenix when I grew up here, but we are in Midtown Phoenix. And uh, I'm very happy with the guest we have today. Uh, Again, so I'm Rob McDade. I'm a captain with the Phoenix Fire Department. I work in our public affairs, which runs our PIO shop, which is the public information officers. Uh, We oversee our social media, which I hope everybody is following on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. Uh, Again, we like to talk about safety issues, uh, how the fire department affects everybody's lives here in the community. So uh, I'm very happy. Uh, Our guest today is Kim Quick. She is a captain, Kim Quick Ragsdale. We was trying to do that, get that hyphen in there. Uh, Kim is a captain with the Phoenix Fire Department. She's a paramedic. Uh, she is our new PIO. Uh, she's a mom, and I'm sure there's probably some other things we're going to learn about her today. Uh, welcome, Kim. Thank you. I'm glad to be here. So uh, when we look at what does a public information officer do, so we're a large, we're one of the largest fire departments in the country. Uh, we believe it's incumbent upon us with, uh, we really serve millions of customers with our EMS and fire service delivery. And I think everybody knows when a fire truck is in their neighborhood, they hear it. Uh, they might see smoke in the area of where they're at. Uh, they might see, you know, they might be hiking in Camelback Mountain. They get home and they might tell their significant other, there was a bunch of fire trucks in the park parking lot. I'm not sure what was going on. So for you, uh, this is what, day two? Day two. Okay, day two, week one, day two, for your time as our new public information officer, um, I'm putting you on the spot here, but when you look at this position as you're new to it, you're not new to the fire department, what do you think the importance of it is that we give uh, the folks that we serve in this role of letting them know what their fire department is doing? I think it's uh, greatly important. Uh, with social media being so huge and getting information out quickly, it's a much more quicker way to get information out as opposed to back in the day where it was a newspaper article or, you know, snail mail, however. (laughs) The news Uh, at 5, 6, and 10, that was it. Absolutely. So now it's a faster-paced world. We're able to get information out very quickly, and people expect that now, and they want to know right now uh, what is going on. How can I be safe? How can I prepare? What's going on in my neighborhood? So being a PIO and, and having that at our fingertips is great. We're able to give the citizens uh, firsthand up information in a really uh, quick way. Yeah, I couldn't have very well said on that. I think it, when we look at it, uh, the media has a job to do, right? And they need, I mean, here we are in the KTR studios. You know, if something were to happen today, they want to get that information out to their listeners to let them know what's going on in the community. The only way they can do that is if we let them know the information that's going on. So before we go down that road of, you know, you learning the nuances of media, and I'm sure now you're becoming really best friends now with reporters in the town, um, let's back up a little bit. Uh, let's start with a little bit about you. What what brought you to the Phoenix Fire Department? How long have you been on, and what did your life look like before you got hired? So I grew up in Prescott, Arizona, uh, with my father being uh, a fireman, and as a little girl, he would take the truck by the house and honk the horn, and I'd come running out to see my daddy. I was so excited. And as I grew and uh, thought to myself, you know what, maybe I can try this job out. And my, my father always encouraged me. Um, so I gave it my best shot, and I was testing for uh, 
different fire departments in the Valley. I ended up with the best one, in my opinion. <laughs> uh, I love working for Phoenix Fire. And uh, I've been on with Phoenix now 18 years. Before I uh, worked for Phoenix, I, I worked for a private ambulance company as well as a smaller fire department up north. And uh, I've been a uh, engineer with Phoenix Fire as well as a captain. And now I'm learning my new role as a PIO. I love that story. You know, uh, we try to, we look at society today and we look at, you know, uh, we hear that term all the time, you know, breaking the glass. And obviously there were many female firefighters before you and some of my favorite people on the job that I work with. Uh, but it's, I, I think if you really look at where we're at now and how great in, in the numbers we have within our fire service, 18 years, um, you were still, it wasn't a very female dominated Phoenix fire department when you got hired, was it? We were just starting to really look at recruitment efforts. Um, talk about that coming into the fire service in a very male dominated field and not only adapting your skills, uh, but having that fortitude to say, no, I belong here. Yeah, it was, um, like you said, not a very uh, uh, female-dominated career, very male-dominant career. And uh, it, I think with as time passes it, and every year that passes, it gets a little bit easier and a little bit easier. And, um, you know, it, you still get the citizens that, you know, you, we turn heads sometimes still. And, oh, oh, a, a female can do this. You get the little girls in the grocery store that look up to you, and that that's what it's, it's yeah. all about. It's really yeah. wonderful to see that. Um, I was fortunate to have great female mentors that I look up to, and I've always tried to be that for the females that have come on uh, uh, underneath me, I would say. Yeah. Um, I've seen you out there. I've seen you mentoring yes. our, new, our new group of, uh, of female firefighters. And I think it. Uh, I talked to it. Obviously, uh, we've got uh, Chief Rita Bigler, who we both are really good friends with. I yes. went through the academy with Rita. And I think she's like, to that day, she says, I'd love to get to the day where I'm just a firefighter. You know, we don't have to genderize it. <clears throat> but I think that it's important for us to at least identify that, right? Because it is something, it's a cultural change. It really wasn't that long ago where the Phoenix Fire Department didn't have any females on. And then we talk about the pioneers that laid the way. So I think it's very important when we looked at um, your career. And um, I'm very fortunate enough to manage this PIO shop, which I think we've had amazing PIOs. Our public information officers are essential to what we do because we not only go to the scenes, let the media know what's going on, but safety messaging. We go to schools. We go to when the city council wants us to represent. Um, it's, it's very often uh, that we will play a role where there's a unified city safety messaging and they want us and police there. I also think for me, for pre me personally managing this shop, that I like to see that representation out here. So, again, you were chosen for your skills, for your skill set. Uh, when we went through a testing process for public information officer, we had written on camera an interview process. And, you know, I was fortunate enough to sit on that board and you excelled by all means. I think to me now I look at it, it was a bonus that we can now have, uh, you know, female firefighter represented in front of the TV. So when people are watching it, you're speaking on behalf of the fire chief. Um, I always tell our PIOs you're speaking on, you know, you're speaking for the fire chief, for the mayor, for the city of Phoenix. Um, I know it's only been two shifts, but you did go on a fire last shift. You saw your old crew. What's that feedback like now? You're, you, you spent time on a very busy truck. Um, you've done your 18 years. You did not look for slow trucks to roll <laughs> on. Uh, so you walk up there, and there's your truck on a house fire. How did that feel? Um, it was really neat to see my crew uh, with the training that you know I helped instill in them. Uh, they're, they're also 
you know, all very, very good at what they do and uh, to their own to their own right. So it's not all just me, but as a crew, we always would go training together. Um, and it was just really good to see and get the feedback from the other captains that were on that fire of, hey, your crew did a really good job on that fire. Uh, so that made me feel good. And then it, it it also, you know, made me feel good to be where I'm at now and to to kind of see a different side of things. And so they were telling me that I was doing a good job. I'm telling them that they're doing a good job. So it was just really neat experience and uh, kind of a one of a kind opportunity on my first day to get a, a fire with my crew. That was neat. That was a really neat experience. As we move forward and we look at the role that we play, and again, I have, I'm asked a lot of time in firefighters, you know, we're, we're, we're our worst critics, right? And I think that's good, right? We, I think what, my, one of my favorite terms that we say is we always challenge the plan, right? When you're a mm-hmm. firefighter, when you're a captain, I want that second line to go on the third floor. I want whatever. And we always, the next person, well, why is that going there challenging that plan? Um, when firefighters ask, why do we need public information officers? I'll get your answer. But for me personally, again, I think it's important. We have a very large budget. We, we have an almost $400 million budget. We have almost 60 fire stations. We proudly serve from EMS, you know, if grandma has a uh, is having chest pain or if you believe, you know, there's a, a you smell smoke or you see fire in your neighborhood and you call us and we arrive on scene. But more than that, I think when we, that, that role that we play, we don't like to operate in a vacuum, right? We like the taxpayers to know what we're doing with the resources that we're very fortunate enough to get from them. Where do you see your role and, and sort of that impact you can have as a PIO for the Phoenix Fire Department? Yeah, absolutely. I feel like uh, with me just learning and, and getting these new opportunities, I have a lot of ideas. Um, you know, I I, I want to, I'm very, I'm a very creative person, so you know, the, the the pictures, the media, everything allows me to kind of put that creativity out there. Um, so I see some of the ideas coming to fruition and, you know, keeping some notes to myself so I can hold off and then maybe put a story out here or put an idea out there. So that's exciting to me to to be a voice for the Phoenix Fire Department um, and then also include our members. I think that that's huge. We have really good relations with our members and uh, really a vast array of interesting people from all backgrounds, all walks of life. And it's really neat to get their story too and kind of highlight our members and, and as well as our community. I agree. That's a very good way of answering that. I think when we look at, you know, that role that we serve. Um, so here we are, you're, you're a brand new PIO second shift. Uh, it's going to be hot next week. Um, the record forecast is for heat temperature. And I think that's where that PIO plays that role. Um, where uh, we need to get that safety messaging out. We have folks that are new, that are new transplants here. Um, It's one thing to be 101. It's another to be 116. Um, The city council and the parks, uh, you know, it's the, it's not the parks department, but there's a uh, sort of a uh, inherent old gentrified parks uh, board that runs our parks. uh, uh, It tells us when we should shut them down, lets us know when it's dangerous, but uh, as you look, you're, you're hitting it as you're becoming a brand new PIO. We're in the middle of one of the hottest months we've had on record for a while here now. Um, it's not also about being reactive, but proactive, right? So when you get out there and someone, Channel 3 calls you up, Channel 12, hey, let's talk about how to stay safe. Um, that's a big umbrella, isn't it? We talk about water safety, you know, hiking safety. So just talk about when, you know, when you're doing your live shots, when you're thinking about, you're, you're drawing back from your experience, aren't you? Absolutely. I've, I've been in the Valley now for 
about 18, 20 years. Uh, before that, I lived in Prescott. But I am used to the heat. There's, like you said, a lot of individuals that are new to the Valley. We, I think, get about 200 people a day moving here. So uh, we have people that aren't used to the heat at all. And it's important to inform them of how severe it can be, how dangerous it can be, um, you know, informing them to not leave their children in hot cars, uh, to stay hydrated, seek uh, shade, and just be prepared for the day because it is uh, temperatures in which a lot of people are just absolutely not used to. Yeah. Well, we knew the time would go fast. Yes. It always does. But uh, I just wanted to take the opportunity to, you know, use this great format that we have with our great friends at KTAR, letting us have this show to sort of introduce you to the Valley. Thank you. Uh, they're going to be seeing a lot of you on TV and in the radio. And uh, I, for one, I'm happy that you're in this spot. And uh, again, I'd say I wish you luck, but uh, I've already seen your skill set. I think uh, more than anything, I'll just say have fun and enjoy it and all Thank that. Thank you. Thank so, you. I again, appreciate it. Yep. Kim, thanks for uh sitting in on our show today. Thanks to Bonneville Broadcasting and KTAR. And again, I'm Rob McDade with the Phoenix Fire Department, and you've been listening to Valley Watch. And uh, hey, have a great rest of your day, and please stay cool, be safe, and have a great rest of your week.